Welcome back, friends. Turns out, so far, we are not cursed. If you're new here, hi, I'm Eleanor, Ellie for short. And I'm Cordelia, Cordy for short. And this is... Oh, wait, we don't have a name for this yet, do we? I feel like it'll come to us eventually. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Anyways, my sister and I got mailed this mysterious book. It's actually not a mystery. It was probably mom. But she does send us weird shit all the time. You know she does that thing where she goes shopping for things she doesn't need. Yeah, when she goes on her treasure hunt. Exactly. She definitely found this somewhere and thought we'd like it. I refuse to believe you're right. (sighs) Whatever. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the first episode. We should probably give a little backstory every episode, don't you think? Why? Those listening should already know what we're talking about. Responsible listening! Which is why I am going to explain more. (sighs) Fine. Each week, my sister and I are going to read entries from this mysterious book. One of us will pick three, and the other one picks one of those to read. Yes, so let's get started. Hmm. Okay, so there are just so many contents. Um, But here we go. Doppelgangers, uh, imitators, and twins. What to do when now there's two. Page 394. Turn to page 394. You did not just quote she who must not be named. Oh, God, it was so hard not to. She still sucks. Major ass, though. She does indeed. Next selection. Okay. Small Household Management and Chore Delegation, page 15. That sounds so boring. Or useful, but okay, geez. And the last one, uh, the sudden and urgent change in shoe size, page 32. Let's do the doppelganger one. Okay, all right. Page 394. Okay. Firstly... The reader is advised to determine that you are, in fact, you. This is either incredibly simple or soul-wrenchingly complex, dependent on your natural tendencies toward introspection. As a rule of thumb, it is useful to consider the following each day. Where are you? How did you get there? Do you remember waking up today? For more advanced cases, Identify a trusted ally to ask you the following prompts while carefully studying the bridge of your nose. If you cannot identify a trusted ally, this may be a poor indicator. Ooh, who would be your ally? Uh, you, obviously. Wouldn't I be yours? I mean, yeah, if you're... What? You toppelganger. Bitch, how dare you? Oh, shut up. I was going to say yes if you weren't busy, but like 60% of the time you're shut up in your room making no noise and pretending you don't exist. Yes, it's called grad school. Also, watch yourself. That's reference two. (sighs) Noted. All right, then. If I was busy, who would you ask? Mm, Probably Mel. She knows you so well. I trust her. Oh, you know, she's honestly a good choice. She would totally shoot a clone. Is that what it says to do? Oh, no, no, no. It's like a little questionnaire chart. Huh. Okay, so hand the book now to your ally that they may ask the following questions. One, what is the earliest memory you have? Be sure to look for details rather than dates here. Associative capacity is more telling than accuracy. Two, 
What is your favorite body part? <laughs> favorite body part? <laughs> Note, do not allow peeking. Okay, three. How many fingers am I holding up? Note, hold up a foot or a fresh fruit instead. Depending on your suspicions, a cross is also an acceptable option. <laughs> Once you have achieved sufficient self-satisfaction, the same questions may be presented to the person's potential duplicates in question. However, a simpler solution is to suddenly and without context confront the subject of suspicion and declare that I'm on to you and I'm well aware. When the time comes, everyone else will know too. At which point, walk away before any clarifications can be requested. This not only dampens the spirits of would-be replicates, but serves as a convenient catch-all for all scales, levels, and degrees of betrayal. Ooh, so weird. What's next? That's the end. Wait, that's it? Yep, for this entry at least. But that was so short. Well, you know, easy stuff. Are you real? Has everyone in your life been replaced by a duplicate? <laughs> I want to read another one. Weren't you the one who came up with the pick three, then pick one rule? Yes, and now I'm picking another. Yeah, that sounds right. You passed the test. You're definitely you. Okay. How about we read another one I picked? Uh, let's do the changing of shoe size one. Can I read it this time? Sure. All right. Here we go. If the shoe fits, wear it. If it doesn't, and a combination of gray stakes and dire circumstances absolutely prevent the purchase of a more comfortable or viable size, continue as instructed. Foot too small, big shoes to fill. Let it be presumed that you have neither the means nor the option of a visit to a cobbler. A cobbler? Oh, wait, oh, wait, there's that, like, one right off of 72nd Street. They do, like, shoe repairs and stuff. Oh, wow. Put heels back on. All right. Uh, let's see. Visit to a cobbler. Should you have the time, some shoes may be shrunk by wetting them and allowing them to dry. Should time be among your neithers, a variety of options still present themselves. Full or partial insoles can work wonders, particularly when the difference is slight, though clearly still noticeable. A heel strip can also secure a sliding shoe for a more snug fit. For a shoe either too wide or too long at the toe, cotton bandages or thin strips of fabric can be wadded into the front for comfort. Oh, oh, I've done that. Like those red pumps I have, super cute, but just a little too big. Exactly. Let's see, foot too large, shoe too small. Okay. Permanent damage is never ideal, so we will aim to be judicious. Find the sharpest knife you have. If a sharpener or whetstone is available, these would be a few minutes well spent. Next, you'll need an open flame. A stovetop is quite reliable, but a set of matches can do in a pinch. Hold the knife over the flame for about 60 seconds, slowly moving along the length of the blade to sterilize all surfaces. Washing your hands is also advisable. Exactly. We're in a pandemic. Wash your hands, you filthy animal. Mm -hmm. If you need to lie down a towel, do. Okay. Begin at the heel. A small trim can go a long way here. Makes sense. If you need to be up and walking immediately, opt for whichever side of the foot you are least inclined to favor. I mean, I guess if you're like cutting into the shoe, you want to like yeah, not yeah. have it rub. If I you guess it? maybe. Okay. If you can avoid walking in the foreseeable future, try to whittle a smaller portion from each side. Should this prove insufficient, wipe down your blade and continue. Okay. The majority of the toes on the human 
foot. Oh, they weren't talking about the shoe before. Oh my god. Oh my god, Cordelia, they're talking about your feet. Your feet. Okay, oh my god. The big oh. and pinky toes contribute the most to balancing, but a cursory knowledge of footwear instructs us that a tight squeeze will probably affect the outer edges most. Ah. Start with the pinky and remove one at a time, checking for a fit between each. Should you find that you have overcompensated, oh my god. Ah. Refer to the instructions by stuffing the toe of the shoe. Gauze can serve as a double function here. While precision is key, now is certainly an occasion to measure twice. No shit, Sherlock. Uh The reader is also advised to work as quickly as possible. Any initial bursts of adrenaline will begin to fade, leaving the task at hand less desirable over time. Application of a bite stick will prevent damage to the teeth. Oh, Uh oh. Oh my God. Just... Oh my god, I'm put nauseous. It, put it away. Um, Ellie, Ellie, what is this thing? I don't know. Why would mom send us something like this? Maybe she didn't read it before she sent it? Maybe we should call her and ask her? Yeah, I am... I mean, how could this... Is this for real? Like, is this a joke? I, I don't know. Everything about this book is just... Weird. Yeah, I... Can we call it for today? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week, folks, to call our mom. Yeah. We'll be back with an episode entitled, Hey, Mom, why did you send us nightmare fuel? Seriously. All right. Bye, Bye all. all. The Legendary Handbook was created and developed by Caitlin Chin, Miriam Bloom, Unique Trapman O'Brien, and Gabrielle Cerubo. It was written by Gabrielle Cerubo, Unique Trevon O'Brien, Jen Coates, Gregory D.A. McDonald, and Lizzie Hope Simon. It was produced by Caitlin Chin and Cirque de Nui. Edited by Alex Santillo, Caitlin Chin, and Gabrielle Cerubo. And our voiceover actors were Cordelia, played by Kate Conover, Eleanor, played by Gabrielle Cerubo, Fiona, by Jossia Reese, and Mel, by Megan Andrew. The original music was composed by Undina. Thanks for listening, everyone, and see you next time.